Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And on today's episode, we are continuing our draft profile series by talking about Caleb Farley, cornerback out of Virginia Tech, a man that I continue to call Kyle Fuller. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why. Uh, maybe c- it's the c- beginning. C- yeah. 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 Uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't know why I think uh, Kyle Fuller is not on my mind all the time. I, I have no idea why I, mean, he, I, I, keep ta- I keep calling him that. He was a free agent, and we even said there's no chance that we could get him. So I have no clues why you're obsessed yeah. with Kyle he Fuller. A, he is a corner. <laughs> I mean, if Caleb Farley turns into Kyle Fuller, whoever drafts him is going to be pretty happy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Could it be uh, so the Panthers? <laughs> could it be? We'll talk about it. Uh, there's also some news to talk about. Uh, but first, Jerry, how you been, man? How's your weekend? Doing good, doing good. Um, I actually got my vaccine today. <gasps> oh, my arm's a little sore on that. It'll I'm just be a little more tired sore tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, got it first yeah. thing this morning, so it's sore now. Did you get it at Walgreens? Actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did. That's the, that's the best place. Like, it's so easy. Because I got mine last week, and just checking them is so easy. I try to check, like, Harris Teeter and a couple other places, and you have to go through this whole rigmarole of questions and answers, and it takes, well, like, five minutes just to see if they have any, and they never see, do. See, uh, I, I was able to get my wife booked today through CVS because they asked the uh. questions, but there was... Lo and behold, there was actually a spot open on Easter, and I was like, do you want it? And she was like, yes. I was like, all right, we'll book nice. it then. That's so. the way Jesus would have wanted it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did uh, Which one did you get, Moderna, Pfizer? Pfizer. Pfizer. I got Moderna, so one of us might make it, and the podcast will live <laughs> Ho- on. <laughs> Hopefully both of us make it. All right. Uh, so some news happened today, Jerry. Yeah. Wait, are we talking about the NFL news or what yeah, news? Yeah, NFL news. Oh. The, the well, NFL. The, yeah, that was today, right? No, that was yesterday. Some news happened yesterday, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time this comes out, two days ago. So. <laughs> all right. Some news. All right. <laughs> <laughs> some so news Jerry. happened this week. <laughs> Here we go. In the so NFL. Ge- so, Jerry. NFL. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. So, Jerry. Uh. Come this season, we're not going to be talking about 16 games anymore. No, we are not. The NFL owners segue. (laughs) The NFL owners voted to add a 17th regular season game. Uh, They are shortening the preseason to three. So week set. No, it won't be week 17. It'll be week Week 18. 18. Panthers at the Houston Texans. Now, do we know for sure that's? That's the last game, or is that just the game they added? That's the game they added. I'm saying okay. week 18th. I would assume they did it, but I don't think the schedule's actually released. Yeah, I guess it could be any time. But interesting. I mean, that could be a, a fun game if yeah. a certain quarterback ends up on the Panthers. Yeah, uh, I don't think that's actually happening now with all the allegations probably, going probably on. Not. Um, do you like this or not? I, like I have it. mixed sure. feelings. It's more football. I, I like it. But my problem is adding only one game. You're kind of giving certain teams advantage in the playoff race of giving them an extra home game. Yeah, I've, from what I've been hearing, that this is just a, a stepping stone to 18 games. At some point, there will be 18 games. Um, or, I think what they want to do, and, and 
if COVID wouldn't have happened, maybe this is how they would have kicked it off. But I think they would like this 17th game to be an international game and mm. just every week have an international game. Um, See, that makes more sense. Because yeah. I was thinking, why not just, I hate saying this, have 18 games, two buys in those 18, or it would be increase the season by two weeks, but go mm-hmm. drop preseasons down to two weeks. Mm-hmm. You're getting the ad revenue for the NFL for 20 weeks now instead of just now currently 18. Right. It's just overall, I think it would bring more money and no, I agree. save players yeah. with two buys. Yeah, I think two buys would make, number one, it would make it more safe because you'd mm-hmm. have more recovery time. You'd have time to heal up injuries, things like that. I've always liked the idea of playing 18 games or even if, even if they were doing, just doing 17 games, but you as a player could only play 16 games. Hmm. And that, that, you know, you've got backup quarterbacks, you've got backups all over the field. You know, one game, you, do you decide, oh, all right, well, I'm going to rest my QB this game. Or if he gets hurt, you know, mm-hmm. no problem. Or he's This is his game off. I think that it would add a level of strategy. It would suck for fantasy football players. But it would really, I guess it really wouldn't be any different than, you know, watching that injury list on Friday come out and making your decisions. But I yeah, always thought that would be interesting. That would be a lot of strategy because then you got to think at the last, do you sit a quarterback in the middle of the season right. to go for that playoff one. push? Yeah, do you just Or what happens if you're yeah. already that team that's like right. 13 and, you know, one? Yeah. You got your playoff spot. Do you go ahead and bench them the last couple games of the season? Right. Yeah, I could see the strategy being very difficult on that. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I mean, some teams you would think would wait until the very end of the season. Mm-hmm. Some teams might just kick the season off with all backups, <laughs> you know. I mean, who knows? But I, I always thought that would be fun. But yeah, I like it. Um, I don't. What I don't like is instead of starting the season a week early or pushing the preseason a week, they're taking that fourth preseason week and making it a buy. So no, there will be no football that traditional fourth preseason week. So from week three of the preseason, which is the last week, skip a week, and then you start the regular season. I don't like that because I always like when August 1st, that first week of August rolls around, I'm like, all right, I got football every weekend until February. Yeah. And now that's not the case, and that kind of sucks. Yeah, I I don't like that either. I didn't hear that that was going to happen. I get what they're thinking. You're still giving the teams that many weeks to do it, but... Why not just push the games down or, you know, that last third game? Yeah. I, I mean, no no starters are playing that fourth week anyway, you know, mm-hmm. so it's not like they're saying, well, you know, now all your starters can be fresh. Well, they're going to be fresh anyway, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You I, just I, I, I would have been fine. Yeah. Either start the season a week early or push preseason up a week and start yep. it a week late, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, what do you think? You like it? You like 17 I like games? having an extra game. Like I said, yeah. I I do feel if we're in the playoff race and we're playing, a, you know, we're racing against an, another team that has an extra bot or extra home game, it kind of mm-hmm. gives them a little bit of advantage. Yeah. But yeah, I, I you know, maybe maybe this is the only year where we have to worry about that. Maybe next year they're able to do the international thing. But I kind of like the idea of having a neutral game, like a neutral site game. I'm okay uh, with that. It's in that London or Mexico City or Canada or wherever they want to do it. You know, I think that'd be that'd be fun. Um, 
But I, I think that's all the news, Jerry. Yeah, this is all the main news. It's going to start slowing down on main news until yeah. the draft happens. But if this quarterback does not get tra- – if Deshaun Watson does not get traded to the Panthers, mm-hmm. with the San Francisco situation now where they're most likely going to be a quarterback, that's going to be one, two, three quarterbacks in a row up top. At least. So – what happens if the big four quarterbacks are drafted before the Panthers are pick at eight? That's the question, right? I mean, what are the Panthers' options at that point? You can draft Mac Jones mm-hmm. if, you, if you still want to go first round. You could go second round and, and Trask or Kellen Mond, right? Mm-hmm. Second or third round, whichever, wherever they go. Um, or stick with Teddy. Uh, you know, what do you think? What what would your option be? I think I I don't like Mac Jones as a first round draft pick. Yeah, I I, I definitely don't it. like His, him at eight. <laughs> I definitely yeah. don't like him at eight. I mean, if you're really in love with Mac Jones, you can drop back. Even though the rumors speculate that the Forty ers jumped up to grab Mac Jones at three, that's the rumors. I really don't think anybody believes that. Why would they set up a smokescreen? That makes no sense because you know the well, number one and number two but players I don't being think, picked. But they're not saying that, right? I mean, the 49ers aren't saying they traded up for Mac Jones. Well, the 49 but all the leaks out of the organizations are saying that. Chris Sims is very close to Kyle Shanahan, and he came out and said they moved up for Mac Jones. I don't think that's exactly what he said. What I heard him say was that he thinks that Mac Jones is the perfect quarterback for Kyle Shanahan. Now that could be coming from Kyle Shanahan to, to you know test the waters. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to to make that trade if Mac Jones is your guy. I, they could have easily got him at at twelve. Easily. You think? Yeah. We'll see. But hypothetically. If those yeah. quarterbacks are gone, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, obviously Trevor Lawrence is going to gone, mm-hmm. and Zach Wilson Zach will Wilson. be gone. I, at that point, I think you just hold on to Teddy Bridgewater. I think yeah. you write him out. I think he's an okay quarterback. He's never going to lead this team to the Super Bowl. He's not that type of quarterback. But I think you roll the dice because you don't want to go into the fifth, sixth best quarterback in this draft and – you know, mortgage it because then next year, what happens? You're going to be in the same boat if if he didn't pan out. Which fifth, sixth quarterback, you probably won't. But yeah, I mean, you never know. Um, uh, there is another option: trading for Sam Darnold. Maybe you give up a second round pick, uh, Gardner Minshew. That's a a rumor out there. The Panthers have been sort of interested in him. Maybe you get him for like a fifth round pick. Would you rather see Gardner Minshew at quarterback or Teddy Bridgewater? I'd prefer Gardner Minshew. Yeah, but because I feel like Boom Bust has more more with him. Because I'd prefer to bust instead of doing that seven six game mm-hmm. wins and being ten eleventh pick. Yeah. What about Sam Darnold or or uh, Teddy? Sam Darnold. I would be willing to kick the tires on Sam Darnold because he's still under one year, and that's it, I think. Yeah. I mean, that would be the thing, though, is you have to give up a second-round pick probably for him, whereas Minshew's going to be a lot cheaper. 
So, Maybe. But, and you'd have to get rid of Teddy because I wouldn't want to trade a second for Darnold and then still have a $20 million Teddy on the roster, you know? Oh, yeah. And, so. I, and I think there's some teams <clears throat> willing to do that. Now, here's another name that's floating around there as a free agent, or not a free agent, but a trade. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Um, and supposedly well, the 49ers <laughs> want a first-round pick for him. Mm-mm. They just gave up three draft picks to draft his replacement, and now they're wanting one back? No. Well, they're hoping that New England what? still loves him. And, but I don't even see New England giving up a first. No. Belichick is too smart for that. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, I mean, if it's me, I'm thinking if you got four quarterbacks that go in the first round, yeah. you, know, you know that at least one of those receivers is probably going ahead of you. That leaves, like, I mean, Kyle Pitts could go ahead. That leaves a lot of really good players that are going to drop to eight. And if you don't love Mac Jones, and I hope they don't, then I, if, if it's me, I'm drafting Slater or Panay Sewell, who we talked about. And then I, maybe I'm drafting like Kellen Mond, who had a good season and is a talented guy. Yeah. And just... Seeing what happened, you know, taking him in the second round or, you know, maybe trading up to the end of the second round or something like that. And I'm fine with drafting those guys late first, like jumping back up there, not get mm-hmm. mortgaging the future, but like grabbing right. him in the late first or early second, you know. Yeah. I'm happy with trying to do that if they like them. I don't mm-hmm. want them to jump early just because they want a new quarterback. Yeah. I think Teddy Bridgewater's okay. I had some disparaging words towards the end of the season, mm-hmm. but... Well, we all know the problems with Teddy. Yeah. I mean, is he the top-tier quarterbacks? No. Is he top two-tier? No. He's around that third or fourth tier, 16th, mm-hmm. 17th. Right. But that's not going to lead you to a Super Bowl. It's just not. Not unless everything else is perfect. You know? Yeah. Not unless you have a number one defense and offensive line is great and, mm-hmm. you know... Running backs oh, r- running for two thousand yards, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, Trent Dilfer, th- that type right. of Super Bowl. Right. And I think Teddy's better than Trent Dilfer, but yeah, I do too. Uh, you know, honestly, and that's the thing is, if you if you draft, you know, one of those stud tackles, mm-hmm. and you you continue to fill this defense out with quality players, I mean, the, the team could be good despite Teddy next year, you know. And. Yeah. But that puts the Panthers... I mean, that's another thing you got to think about. That puts the Panthers probably drafting in the late teens. You know, if they're 8-8 eight and eight, or what? 8-9 and nine or 9-8 nine and eight or whatever, I guess, with 17 <laughs> games. Um, so, all right. It, let's let's make our decisions. Um, I think what I, what I would prefer the Panthers do, if I had any a choice of any of these things, assuming that those top four quarterbacks are gone from the draft and assuming that we're not trading for Deshaun Watson... I think the thing that would be most fun to watch would be trade the fifth round pick for Gardner Minshew, trade Teddy, draft Trask or Mond in the second or third round. You know, ideally third round if you can get one there mm-hmm. to kind of build for the future, and then just let Gardner Minshew do his do his thing, and let's enjoy you know the mullet mustache <laughs> mullet man for for a year. You know, because he's going to be cheap and it's, you're not giving up anything to get him. Yeah. 
I, I agree with you. I think first, if those guys, you pick the best player available, if mm-hmm. Sewell's there, if, you know, if it's Patrick Sertain, you know, whoever mm-hmm. you really like, kind of in a need position. I think Micah Parson, like we discussed mm-hmm. last time, he falls yep. down your big board just because of your need. And then you in the second round, you go for a Trask, you try for a mound. Maybe if, if you're not sold-sold, you trade back a little bit, gain some extra picks, draft one of them then, and then <coughs> ride that with Teddy in that you know, second or third round pick. And next year, you could start fresh. Yep. If both sucks, good. <clears throat> We're going to get a top-round draft pick. If they still are mediocre, you know what? At this point, we can drop a couple first-round draft picks to move up. Agreed, yeah. And, and guys, like... There's four quarterbacks that are probably going to go in the top five picks this year. Uh, it's probably going to be the same next year. You know, there's going to be a couple of guys that are going to be franchise quarterbacks come out next year. You know that you hadn't even thought about yet. So yeah, it happens every year. And also, guys that get picked in the second and third round sometimes pan out. You know, I mean, look at like Dak Prescott, fourth round pick. You know? I mean, some of the guys that people <clears throat> draft later end up. Patrick Mahomes was not the first quarterback picked. Yeah, Deshaun Watson was not the first quarterback picked. Same right. draft, but I mean, I mean, we've seen quarterbacks that have gone. You know, a lot of quarterbacks have gone in the top ten. Aaron Rodgers don't do anything. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, Aaron Rodgers fell to the twenties. So yeah. not all doom and gloom. I mean, yeah. it's kind of sucks because we've been falling in love with these quarterbacks through the last few months here where we knew when we were picking in the top 10 and now it seems like we might not get any of them. So I, I can understand the the hurt feelings, but... And I'm not 100% sure one of them is not going to fall. Because if Mac Jones goes to the 49ers, or if even if they do pick Trey Lance, I mean, it's not sold that another <clears throat> team is going to come in there because you got Cincinnati, you got Miami... You got Atlanta, and Atlanta can't get out of Matt Ryan's contract for two, three years. So this is something that you and I have been sort of disagreeing on since we've been talking about the draft. Is I think that it's almost guaranteed that all four of these quarterbacks are gone before eight. And you've been saying that you think that doesn't. There's no way that happens. <laughs> and I think maybe now you're a little more open to that idea. Oh um, well, yeah. Now that San Francisco yeah, jumped up, right. And- so it's obvious that three of them are probably going to go. Yes. Do you want to make a beer bet? I mean, I'd be willing to. I'll, I'll see, even give I, you because my biggest negative is I could see Cincinnati dropping out of the top. I'll give wherever you wherever they're drafting to, at, like, to pick six. Yeah. I'll say I, that all four quarterbacks will be gone before pick six. I'll do that. Okay. Beer bet of the draft. One of the beer bets. We'll probably have another. <laughs> One of the beer bets. Yeah. <laughs> big, <clears throat> big bet off here for the draft. It's it's interesting because I heard Cincinnati is also in love with Jamar Chase. Well, I guess Burrow has been pounding on the GM and coach's door saying, go draft him. That's the thing is like, honestly, they could take him. They could take Pitts. They could mm-hmm. take. Sewell? Uh, I mean, Sewell. a solid left yeah. tackle like that. Or is... Slater. I mean, you know, and then Detroit, same thing. Like, Detroit's going to have to take a pass catcher. 
and I'm probably one of those wide receivers because mm-hmm. they don't have any wide receivers right now that are worth anything. So you figured that's two positions that is not there, two draft spots that is not going to take quarterbacks, you know, and then it's Panthers. So their yeah. their receiving core is worse than like 2013 Panthers with like Philly Brown it's bad. and yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Ted Ginn it's is bad. starting. It's real bad, but uh, yeah. All right, gun to your head. Who starts week one for the Panthers at quarterback? Teddy Bridgewater. I'm going to say Sam Darnold. Okay. You're going risky. Yeah. I'm going safe because I'm going even risky. if they draft somebody, he's going to probably start week <clears> one. <throat> Say if they draft somebody at eight, Trey Lance. If they draft somebody at eight, then yeah, of course. Um, but if, I think if they take a second or a third round quarterback, which I think is quite possible, um, I think they will draft a quarterback at some point in this draft. I mean, oh, that's almost that's, definite. Yeah, I mean, Will they're going to take a flyer on somebody. Yeah, yeah, even if it's just, who's that Ian Book from uh, Notre Dame? Like, he's projected to go like in the sixth round or something. And he's, you know, he's got some skills. I he's mean, Jamie got a Newman, lot of problems. fourth, yeah. fifth round. I mean. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that need time to develop. Mm-hmm. But if you, I mean, and honestly, guys, Teddy Bridgewater is still under contract next year. You know, we we could keep him for two more years if we wanted to, and his contract isn't terrible for a starting quarterback. So, no. you know, we could keep him through twenty twenty two. All right, we're gonna take a quick <clears throat> break and come right back with Caleb Farley's draft player profile. Today's episode is presented by the Skin Store. For over 20 years, the Skin Store has been the number one destination for premium skincare, hair care, and beauty products. With over 8,000 products from 300 brands, the Skin Store has you covered for all of your hair, cosmetics, supplements, and of course, skincare needs. Find your favorite brands like Elta MD, New Face, Olaplex, and more all in one place with gifts with every purchase. Right now, the Skin Store is offering our listeners 20% off of your next purchase by using the code POD. That's code P-O-D for 20% off of your next purchase at skinstore.com slash pod.list. Skin Store, have the confidence to tackle the day ahead. Exclusions apply. And we are back. Today, we're going to go ahead and talk about Virginia Tech cornerback Caleb Farley. Caleb Farley was a three-star athletic quarterback coming out of high school and committed to Virginia Tech to play wide receiver. After missing all of 2017 due to a new knee injury, he returned and converted over to cornerback. His first year at playing corner, he had some ups and downs, but in 2019, he lit it up and was named first team all ACC. In 2020, he was a first player to opt out of the season due to COVID. Uh, this is due to his mother passing when he was early in early on in his life. And later on, he said that, you know, he wanted to protect his family and he thought that the best way was to opt out of the season. Can't blame him for that at all. Yeah. Uh, he actually uh, played high school in Maiden, North Carolina. Yeah. And set all kinds of records. <laughs> I think he had two... Two games where he had eight touchdowns in both games. 
from what I was reading earlier. So just yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous. He he is very very athletic, insanely talented. He's big. He's six two. He's two hundred seven pounds. Um, so for a corner, that's that's a pretty good size yeah. for a corner, and he's fast. I think he ran a four three. 40 here recently or 4440 um i know in high school he ran a 437 they said but i think his pro in his pro day he ran a 44 um st- yeah looking at his stats of course he didn't play in 2020 as mm-hmm. jerry said um overall six interceptions in college he had four in 2019 uh hard to really look at any of the other Stats. The passer rating against him was only 26.8, which is ridiculously low. Um, so, you know, again, hard to kind of look at corner stats and really tell much. But just watching him on the field, really, really good player. Uh, we'll look at the pros and cons. Pros, he's got great size, as we said, for an outside corner. And he uses it to an advantage. Uh, again, he was a former receiver, so he's got some ball hawking skills, uh, former quarterback also, so he's kind of got a different look at the defense. Uh, he's got great top speed. He doesn't really lose receivers in coverage. Um, again, he's kind of a ball hawk. He's got six interceptions in two years. They signed him to be a receiver, so he's got good hands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's just got great athleticism for his size. I mean, he from what I read, he plays like a the speed of a smaller guy in a big guy body. Yeah. Which is great. Uh, in 2019, basically, quarterbacks were, didn't throw his way. Yeah. They, I mean, he had 20 tackles in yeah. a whole season <laughs> of starting because they didn't throw him. Right. And when they did yeah. throw it, they didn't complete passes, 26.8. That's insane. That's crazy. It's crazy. So, well, now, he does yeah, have some cons. Mm-hmm. Um, he only played corner for two years, so... And then opted out last year. So he's still very raw, which could be a good thing to a certain extent with a young coaching staff like the Panthers. That way they can right. kind of mold him into a player that they want. Yep. Uh, he Again, top end speed and can quote, oh, I am reading the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, those are pros, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just really high on him and just want to repeat it. Uh, he needs to work on his press band coverage. Um one thing it's kind of noticing in some of his cons is he doesn't like to get too dirty. Uh, hmm. Another issue is not good at run defense. That's kind of the dirty work of a cornerback. You know, getting off those blocks, helping out with the run. And in the press man coverage, same thing. You got to get dirty. You got to get up in that receiver's face and shovel them around. These are things that this athletic man can do. He yeah. just has to get taught how to do it and feel comfortable doing it. And I think those are all coachable things. Uh, definitely. Uh, another thing I saw was he was an, in, an inconsistent tackler. Mm. So again, like you, like you said, maybe doesn't want to get dirty, you know, <laughs> um, doesn't want to get in the trenches there. But uh, again, those are things that when you start making the money and you, you're around professionals and around a professional NFL coaching staff, I think those are things a lot of times that it will, yeah. you, you'll, he'll, he'll learn and he'll want to do. Yeah, so. I again, he was a quarterback most of his <clears throat> playing career, right. so he's not used to hitting people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't play quarterback to go out there and hit somebody, unless you're Cam Newton, I guess. <laughs> you seem to love doing that. 
Yeah, Trey um, Lance, if you watch his highlights, he does it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, so does this player fit the current roster? Absolutely. It's a big need. I mean, right now we have Dante Jackson and a bunch of other guys. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the way this roster in cornerback is positioned out right now. Yeah, uh, some guys we drafted last year who didn't play particularly well. Mm-mm. So this uh, getting a getting a one of these top two corners would really be a boon to the Panthers. Uh, will this player fall to the Panthers at eight? It seems like it. Yeah, I, I even saw like one where he every, fell to like fourteen. I was shocked. Yeah, given given what we know about you know the top four quarterbacks probably going before eight, seems like he'll be there. Um, would you be excited to draft this player? I would be. I would be excited yeah. because they like him. Mm-hmm. I think he's an athlete, so athletic mm-hmm. that he may struggle his first season or two, but I think he can become a great cornerback in this league. I agree. Um, and, you know, a, a corner struggling in his first season is not uncommon, no. right? I mean, we saw Bradbury wasn't really great until – uh, it really is last season here. I mean, yeah. and Norman as well. You know, yeah. he made. I the, mean, those but, players get better and better yeah. and better because they're learning and learning and learning. I mean, but one thing you can't teach that he has is size. You know, he's got the he's got he can play these big receivers that are in our division. Straight up, and yep. that's that's a, a boon. Um, all right, so let's look at the big board. Where does he fall? On the big board, and I will just recap the big board for everyone. Uh, number one, we have Panay Sewell, and these are just guys we've talked about so far. So number one, but Panay Sewell. Number two, Justin Fields. Number three, Zach Wilson. Number four, Trey Lance. Number five, Caleb. Shit. Number five, Patrick Sertain. Number six, Kyle Pitts. Number seven, Devontae Smith. Number eight, Micah Parsons. So where does Caleb Farley fit on this list for you, Jerry? He is going to fit. I I like him more than Patrick Sertain. I love his height and speed. And still, it sounds weird, but I like his raw ability. And I'm going to put him right above Patrick Sertain at number five. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I like him better than Sertain. Just everything I've learned about him over the last, you know, few days, we've been researching him. Um I like Sertain as well, and I'd be happy, I think, with either one of them. But, yeah, we're, so we're putting Caleb Parley basically number two out of the non-quarterbacks that yeah. we've talked about so far. Shows how so, much we really need a cornerback. Yeah, and number three is also a cornerback. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that's that's a good place for him. Um, yeah, we... We we redid the board a little bit, so like Jerry said, we talk, we dropped Michael Parsons down a bit just from the free agency standpoint of who we signed and what our defense currently looks like. Uh, we thought Micah probably isn't a as much of a need right now as pre free agency mm-hmm. he was. So yeah, uh, I still think Kyle Pitts should be higher, but hey, I win the I fight the battles. I think I can win. <laughs> hey 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 he's above micah parsons and De- you're Smith. you're you're getting you're i think you're getting a little sweet on kyle pitts no yeah. 
I think my biggest problem is I don't like the idea of drafting a tight end, especially this early in the first round. We've had this conversation. Like, I think he could be a very good player, but I don't necessarily think he's going to be the Gronk. I don't think he's going to be George Kittle. I don't think he's going to be Travis Kelsey. I think he's going to be a good tight end. Seven, eight hundred yards. I think he's I think he's gonna be Travis Kelsey. I think he's gonna have that kind of impact on a team. I just think he's he can't miss, honestly. I think he's like one of the one of the two can't miss no brainer picks out of this draft, the other one being Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I mean and Trevor that's, Lawrence. That's, and that's where I am. So um I mean, would I rather have Trevor Lawrence? Oh yeah. That's, that's of course, <laughs> but you can I ask think, almost uh, like twenty eight teams if they would prefer Trevor Lawrence to yeah. their best player, and everyone's so good. Mahomes says obviously KC says no. Who's the other team that says no? Aaron Rodgers. I think they would say or yes because of the simple fact yeah. of age. Sure. Oh man, is it only Kansas City? <laughs> Uh, I mean, Houston would say yes because they're already having a headache. Right, with them. Houston would love it. Uh, oh, this is such a maybe. Good the Chargers, I think they love Justin Herbert. I could see the Chargers saying no just because they already know what they've got. He's already. Yeah, I think uh, Seattle would draft him and still keep Russell Wilson just to make Russell Wilson mad at this point. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. uh. Yeah, that might be it. Might just be Casey and, and uh, the Chargers. Someone else Everybody is gonna, else, I think, in, in the comments or or the mailbag. We're gonna get a bunch of <clears throat> yeah. people suggesting. I love Daniel Jones. I, I don't want <laughs> everybody to take Daniel Jones. Okay, okay. <laughs> Anybody who's saying that is purely lying or demented. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Meow Mix Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. Next week, we're going to have three draft profiles, starting off with Mac Jones. Oh, going straight into him. All right. Well, enjoy enjoy the wait for that one. I know you'll all be <laughs> waiting with bated breath. Man, there are a lot of people who are falling in love with Mac Jones. Well, that's what happens when, you know, all the pretty girls are taken at the prom. You know, the band geeks start to look pretty good. Uh, all right, everybody. Until next week, uh, stay safe out there and keep pounding. Keep pounding.